0: Good morning and welcome to a taste of Tanya Today's daily teaching of Tanya We conclude chapter 12 A very important and central chapter in this book In the earlier chapters we defined that inside of every single person There are our insides Those are the things that make us tick Every single person has these emotional traits called Kochot and nefesh soul powers There are emotional traits Our intellectual faculties And then there's our outsides, which are called the garments of the soul, the way we express ourselves through thought, speech, and action. And the tzaddik, the true tzaddik, the true righteous man or woman, is someone who has perfected both the insides and the outsides. Not only are they acting in accordance to what God wants, but even on the inside as well, they are only attracted to holy things. They do not have temptations for that which is ugly and dark. They have a love for God, a love for others. They see the souls of others. And they have pretty much put their more animalistic urges in a comatose state. On the other extreme, we had the rush of the wicked individual. And that is someone who fails. How often? In what kinds of sins? That was a lengthy discussion. But the point of the matter was both on the insides and on the outsides, sometimes, or many times, the animal soul gets to the better of them and they fail and do what they are interested in as opposed to what God is asking of them at any given time. And in chapter 12, we are introduced to the hero of the book, the Benoni, literally the intermediate person. But in the book of Tanya, the Benoni is quite the extraordinary man or woman. It is someone that, while on the inside, still has the temptations and urges of everyone still is gravitating towards materialistic and sometimes even ugly tendencies. Nonetheless, time and time again, they have the ability to keep themselves from violating what God wants when it matters, when it comes to thought, speech, and action. That even if they have the emotional pull towards those items, they can say no And conversely, even when they're not in the mood to do a mitzvah, and their bodily urges are telling them, no, I want to do something else, I'm not really interested in this mitzvah today. Nonetheless, when it matters, they come through in thought, speech, and action. And Tanya says this is because they employ something that God created us with. The words are important in Hebrew, moach shalit al halev, The mind rules over the heart. This is something that we are biologically created with us. It's not a matter of if we have it, it's a matter of whether we choose to employ it or not. One of my teachers, Rabbi Taub, gives an example where he was once sitting in a parking lot of a grocery store. His wife was inside doing shopping. He stayed in the car, was doing some reading or some work, and all of a sudden he notices a woman leave the grocery store strongly rebuking her child. You could see the anger in her face. You could see the fear on her child. She was clearly screaming. And as she's pushing that cart closer and closer to her car, she notices from the corner of her eye, there is someone who is watching. And immediately, without a moment's hesitation, she stops all the screaming, puts on a smile, and puts her child into the car. And at that moment, Rabbi Taub reflected on the fact That even though you had this tractor trailer coming a hundred miles down the road, it was able, when it realized that it was being watched, to put an immediate break in its tracks. This is the way Hashem made us. No matter how I feel, I need not act on it. I make it angry, and that may not be my choice, but it is my choice whether I use out that anger. I may not have a choice whether I have a temptation or not for something, but whether I act on that temptation is absolutely in my control. It may not be my choice if the animal soul is knocking on the door, but it is in my ability whether or not I get that door or I keep it shut. And this is precisely why the Bainani is the hero of the Tanya, and we are all meant to be aspiring Bainanis. that it... That even if it's a day where there is that perfect storm or we're not feeling well and we're hungry or we're cold or our children are irking us or someone bothers us, whatever the perfect storm is for us, the fact that we're in a lousy mood may not be our choice. But whether or not we act on it is in our choice. And even on such days, we can come through for Hashem, we can come through for others because Moach Shalit Al-Halev, the mind rules over the heart. I'm reminded of the scene in this week's Torah portion, where Moshe approaches the burning bush and he sees this thorn bush that is on fire, and yet it is not consumed. And God tells him, Moshe, take off your shoes. The place that you are standing is holy ground. And there's a beautiful spiritual teaching on those verses. Moshe comes closer and he sees something full of fire, full of passion, a godly fire, and yet the thorns have not been consumed. Meaning, how is it possible that someone is filled with a godly excitement and at the same time their ugly thorny tendencies have not been consumed? How is it possible to be excited for a mitzvah while at the same time having all sorts of unhealthy excitements at the same time? To which Hashem says, don't be puzzled, Moshe. That is the holy individual. That place that a person stands is holy. Holy ground, take off your shoes. Both can coexist together. No matter how you are feeling, no matter what you're attracted to, no matter what temptations you have, you can still be filled with the fire of Hashem because that is the secret of the Bain. <laughs> I'm